I look back at my 20s and you just, you say yes to everything and you do a lot of things to please other people. And I'm so over it. As a 42 year old woman, like I just value my time so much more than I did even five years ago since becoming a mother. So just saying less out of obligation and prioritizing my energy and my rest and my family over anything else. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. I'm Jan. And I'm Erin. We're best friends, mother and daughter, rural entrepreneurs, and business partners of over two decades. Over 23 years ago, we jumped into the world of entrepreneurship in search of our big purpose. Three years ago, our hard work paid off when we launched an international print magazine, Trailblazer, and business membership. Through these, we have one mission to empower rural women by helping them build successful businesses all while cultivating the rural lifestyles they love. So through guest interviews and shows with just the two of us, we'll be chatting about topics like growth mindset, intuition, entrepreneurship, grit, resilience, and so much more. We're going to equip you with the know-how to navigate the sometimes murky waters of entrepreneurship. So whether you're rural, rural-hearted, or intrigued by the rural way of life, Get ready to challenge yourself while learning from our experiences and other rural entrepreneurs as we explore the endless opportunities that lie ahead. Together, we can create something extraordinary. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. Hello, hello. We're at it again. Yes. And I'm trying it in my house coat today, and I thought, I just want to see if I can be energized sitting here in my house coat, because usually my house coat is my... <laughs> My downtime thing. <laughs> well, we go. and we're recording this quite early in the morning. And we don't usually record this early in the morning. So No. Um, I'm not judging you. It's my best energy time of day. So it Me shouldn't too. matter what I wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're back today with five. And we've each done our own list. Five things we want more of in 2024 and five things we want less of. Now, before we get started, was there one side that was harder or easier for you? I found it much easier to do five things I want more of. I really struggled with the things I want less of. Really? Why do you think that is? I have no idea. It's just easier to know what I want to be moving towards. And I think the things on my things that I want less of have more to do with habits, behaviors, or Like mindset. negative things? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. And I think like I, this brought awareness to my gratitude because I was like, are there a lot of things I just want more of that I think I don't have now? Or is it just, I want more and I want to keep doing what I'm already doing. That mm. was interesting for me realizing. Well, as we did on the last podcast, we did not show each other our list. No. So. I don't know what you got over there. (laughs) I know what. You're going to go first today. Okay. Yeah. You can nominate me. Okay. So, okay. Let's start with our more. Okay. So this is probably an obvious one. And I think most people would have this. Maybe not. I don't know. But I have joy in movement, moving my body. I am so black or white, all or nothing perfectionist when it comes to like starting new routines. You know, just before I went to Jasper for the conference, like I was getting up at five every morning. I was coming down here. We have an amazing in-home studio gym set up and I was doing Pilates because through the years I've been, I love weights. I love resistance training. I love doing weights, but 
I've been advised to take something, do something more gentle on my body and that doesn't cause stress. So Pilates was my thing and I was doing it and I felt so amazing and I was in the habit of it. I would drop Luca off and then I would even go for a 30 to 45 minute walk outside, brisk walk, and then start my day. Ended up going to Jasper and that habit was completely out the window. And then since then, I haven't done anything. So I'm saying move my body and I... I no, I don't need to say finding joy in movement because I love it. We all know that natural endorphins it raises our energy. So, moving my body, but it, in a consistent, perfectly unperfect way. Wow, good. Mine's related to that, but it's a bigger category. But yeah, I I I can see that for you. Um, so I called mine uh, self care because mine involves sleep movement, nutrition, and outdoor time. And we were working with a health coach this year and got some great information. And I've got printouts and booklets and notes of all the things in all these areas that I could incorporate. But I have just been completely lax and unmotivated this past year to actually even start. And so it's just starting, starting small, You know, I think sometimes in my mind, I compare myself back to the days when I was a fitness trainer, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was part of my work. So it was easy to be moving and noting and all these things. So my second thing on my list of a lot more of is road trips. I've just always been a lover of, and it doesn't even have to be long drawn out things like even one day road trips, we used to, you know, go to a meeting two hours away or things like that. And I just, just really, for the beautiful drive of it. Yeah, yeah. And I just love seeing new countryside, meeting new people, seeing the little cafe in town and just all those little things. And I, I miss that. And I mean, I say the, the pandemic probably put a, a kibosh on some of that stuff and I never really picked it back up again. And of course, with uh, Luca and daycare and whatnot. No, those road trips don't have to be with you and me, even some for myself, but we have so much fun on the road trips that it's always fun going together. So I would like to see a couple of those thrown back in spring, summer, fall next year. I know we have one to Saskatchewan in September already on the books. So yeah. Like a cool way to tie that in would be to all the rural women that we know of even in Alberta and take day trips to go oh my meet them and hug them in person and see their operations in person. Absolutely. I can just think of so many just right off the top of my head. Yeah. 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 And how about you? Okay. My third one is more core memories and adventures with Luca. He's five, about to be six on Valentine's Day. And this age is like my favorite ever. He like the types of conversations that we can have with him. He's so intelligent and it's just fascinating understanding how his brain works and thinks and how it's developing. So he's just so fun. You know, in the summer, we're going to do lots of camping, but just thinking of fun day trips and just continuing to build these core memories with him as, you know, looking ahead, I know it's going to feel like a flash when he's like 18 and he's, a young adult. So these years, these days, these moments are just, I treasure each and every one one with him. And you know what, when we put Luca to bed, 
you know, I, I put him to bed when he was younger and I got him kind of trained like so good. I could bring him to his room and he would hop into his bed. I would say goodnight, give him a, hu a hug and then I would leave and he would, you know, be able to put himself to sleep all fine. Jean got into the habit of because he got home from work late. And so his time with him was the evening routine. And mm -hmm. so Jean would go and crawl into bed with him and lay down with him and stay until he fell asleep. So now it's turned into this is every night. However, at first I thought, my God, you ruined him. Like I had him so good at being independent at that sleep. But I see now when Jean goes in to lie with him. Oh, it's going to get me emotional. It's such a tender time to be with Luca. And I've started to join them. And because we don't know when that day will come where Luca will say, I don't want to cuddle anymore. Yeah. And I want that to be <laughs> far into the future. So for now, we're just loving and cherishing this brilliant little five-year-old. Yeah, I hear you. And it's all good. Oh my God, I did not need to cry. <laughs> I'm stuffed up already. <laughs> but you know what? As I think as we're, I'm, I'm doing quotes here, we're older parents. We're considered older parents. We're both in our early 40s. And I think you have a different <laughs> perspective on time at this age that if we were 20 year olds raising a family. Yeah. And that's where I was. And so I, I know at that spectrum being, you know, 24, 25 year old mom. Yeah. The difference. I hear you. Yeah. You feel yeah. like you've got the whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole this future. Whole, yeah, totally. And it's not like we don't know, but yeah, I just, well, you've got more life experience under your belt. You know, the shifts and turns of life, you know, nothing's, guaranteed nothing's promised and so you got to live it now exactly right you yeah live it now so yeah. that was my roundabout way of saying <laughs> <laughs> more core memories and adventures with luca because darn we sure we love the heck out of him yeah yeah well mine is kind of similar no i didn't have luca because i see him i spend time with him every day but my number three is more time and memories with my mom who is now on her own with my dad passing two years ago, and also with my son Jesse and his family. Again, I'm going to say through the years of the pandemic and access was cut off in so many ways, I just feel I want to add, I need more memories. I need more time. I need more, more family time, especially with, with my mom and and Jesse and his family, his kids, my grandkids, Zachary and Anna are 15 and 13 now. And, you know, they're at the stage where they're not really so much into hugging and stuff like that. But I remember when you and Jesse were young and I know that there's lots of different ways to interact. interact. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm pulling on that as much as I can to have meaningful time and conversations with them. So that's my number three. Okay, what's number four on your list? Okay, I have continuing my morning and evening routine. So I've recently have been really looking into all the products that I use on my body from lotions, cleansers, all that. And I went all out. I splurged and got a whole new line of like clean skincare all the way down to like a cleansing oil, a serum and like a beef tallow base cream and all this. So I've started this evening routine of taking care, like 
of myself in this way. And I'm absolutely loving it. I It's such a nice way to close the day into the evening and also to help my skin. I mean, I'm not getting younger. <laughs> and why is it that when we start seeing our wrinkles, it's usually too late? Like it's stuff that we should have done years ago. So I'm looking at <laughs> like, what's the best way that I can nourish and care for my skin now into the future? And yeah, and there's lots of ways that we can do that. So that's become my evening routine. And then again, my morning routine, I'd love to do that up at 5 a.m. down here for Pilates, having that like hot cup of coffee before Luca wakes up. I think it's so funny. I think I saw a, a reel on Instagram the other day and my mom was saying I, I got up to five. I got up at five to see what all the other moms are talking about to have that coffee uh, by by myself. And then the last slide was, it wasn't worth it. I'm going back to bed. But you know what? For me, it totally is. It, it totally depends on the personality. I I love that quiet time. And once I got over, once my body got over the shock of waking up at five, it was totally fine. So yeah, more consistency in my morning and evening routine. I love it. I'd really be curious to know what your evening routine is. I should come in and watch what you do some night. Yeah, you totally can. It's like a, I'm doing like a whole spa facial in the bathroom. Wow. I even put on my my Spotify playlist, my soft instrumental music. Oh, God. <laughs> romantic moments, too. Oh, no, it's not romantic, but it's just relaxing. Okay. All right. Well, number uh, four on my list has to do with business. I had to bring that in. My really strong intention desire is for 2024 to be a year of explosive uh, business growth. We've worked hard this past year to get our processes and systems in place and mentors and all the rest of that. And I would really like to see, I'm going to put it out there, 10 times uh, growth of what we've had in the past year. I feel that certain and confident that the foundations we've laid are going to be strong for us as we take things further and out into the world so abundance right yeah number four is all about abundance and is there uh, anything specifically that you want to be in abundance of well to change to change yeah money (laughs) yeah (laughs) let's talk money yeah we've grown abundant in so many other ways and i think the i think the bank account needs to to grow this year too so well and it has but now i think this year is going to be a turning point for like all the pieces falling into place for Trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. My number five was getting better at celebrating wins and acknowledging my accomplishments. I am the worst at accepting compliments. And like, it makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm so focused and geared on what's next. What can I create that? It can steal the joy of what's right in front of me and what we've created or accomplished, like even taking each issue of Trailblazer as an example. Yeah. Like, and, and granted, we're, our workload is usually pretty heavy. So it's like, finish this issue. Okay, what, what was neglected while we were focusing on designing this issue to go on to the next? But we have to get better. So I want more celebration, more celebration of milestones in, in business. That I is, like that. That is the joy. Of why we're doing all of this. So does that? And there's in- always going to be more. Oh, there so. always is. So does that involve a nice lunch out and well, stuff yeah. like that? Like <laughs> I think after every issue goes off to print, 
let's go for lunch. Yeah. And like we love getting pedicures. That's a treat yeah, for us. That's let's go thing. get a pedicure. Yeah. So it's not like every six months. Yeah. <laughs> so a pedicure every three months. Is that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that'd be doing pretty good compared to compared to our <laughs> yeah. schedule now. Absolutely. Yeah. Number five for me is to get a better. Again, this probably ties in with the abundance thing is to get a better idea of a land location that we could buy, that we could build on, we could set down roots. And I think we've done this. We've been looking, we've been driving around, feeling, is this a good spot? Is that a good spot? I think we're closer to that. And I'd like to bring that back onto the plate this year, you know, come summer is really to start because I believe that our business is is going to prosper and do well. And one of the reasons why we're working hard is that we want to buy. Yeah, and we want so, to be landowners. Yeah. yeah so and we're fantastic manifestors. And for us, that's always the first step is being in the physical energy of that. Yes. And, and if, yeah. So for us, that's literally looking on listings all the time, like, oh, let's drive out and see this. Yeah. Does this feel right? Look at that view. Uh, no, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. That part's good. Yeah. That part, not so much. So I think I want more of that this year because I think we're getting closer to, to finding. Oh, it's going to be a big it. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a big year. <laughs> yeah. So that, okay. that handles the. The more. Yeah. What less? Oh boy. <laughs> Number one, stress, less stress. And I, I know life is never without stress, but I think this also ties into a wellness routine when we're taking care of ourselves, we're better able, we're better equipped to handle stress. And I think when self-care goes out the window, stress just takes over and it takes over in how we're eating, how we're feeling, how we're not moving, all that kind of thing. So I've got less stress and I know it's never going to be no stress, but looking at ways to reduce stress and approach issues with uh, a clear mind so that it really puts it in perspective. Is this mm. really worth this toll on my body? Yeah. And the energy and you're, you're investing in totally. It. Yeah. So my number one, I guess, is kind of related to stress. In that I want less clutter because clutter is an instigator of stress for me. So less clutter in our workspace, our house, our garage, my personal items. I think just decluttering. So I want less clutter. That, I don't know, that just sits like a monkey on my back. When I see things that are cluttered, I feel stress so that, around that. You know that means purging, right? And getting, oh, yeah. Getting rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. But not all the stuff that adds to the clutter is mine. So there would be a. Well, no, but <laughs> come on. Between the two of us, you're the one that wants to hold on to things more than me. Oh, my. I'm, the, I'm always the one that purges. I go through our cupboards and then it turns into chaos again. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to go deep down on <laughs> that one because you have way more stuff around our spaces than I do. So. That's my just my opinion. Like what? Like what room? What space? Oh, well, okay. And some of it is stuff from Luca, but everywhere I look, there's bins and bins of stuff here and there and everywhere. And are, are you talking about toys? Toys are some of it, but yeah, but that's not clutter. That's having a family. Like that's 
that accounts for us three versus you in the house. Okay, I'll give you that. But yeah, when I look at it, it just looks like clutter to me. So maybe there's another place. But you have to, to have it not in the house. That would be great. Like toys. in the sea can. Well, stuff that you've binned up that is maybe someday, someday. So like under the stairs here? Well, yeah, and in the utility room there, and the garage is full. And no, anyways. that's total BS. No, <laughs> maybe those are literal house. toys. And then I've sorted through them, and then they're being stored in the utility room. Are you not talking about our actual living spaces, like where we spend time? I'm just talking about uh, even just looking around in our studio right now. There's just stuff everywhere. So. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Unless you guys want to listen to a real life <laughs> argument here. <laughs> We'll circle back. Yeah. Difference of opinion and different label. So, yeah. I think you're being defensive, though. I know because I actually feel the same way about you. Like, I think of that little table. You always take your boots off there. You always leave them on the floor. And you've always got stacks of books and stuff to come downstairs that it never does on that little white table. That is one 24-inch square table out of all the spaces. Come on. Come on. Oh, it's not the only one. <laughs> okay, oh, man. Let's move on. Yeah, we better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number two? Oh, reactionary decisions in business. Less of that because, you know what, like there's a point in business for us where we're fa- like we're fast moving. We have an idea or we see a pivot. We can implement it really quickly. However, In the past, we've had a tendency to take on and develop too many new things at once that then puts a lot of moving parts in our lap that causes us to have to make reactionary decisions in business because we've got too many things going on. So this is all part of our uh, 2024 plan for our business, but it's harnessing and really holding in on our core offerings and nailing those, growing those, focusing, anchoring in those and uh, getting ahead of our business as opposed to being reactionary. So that was my number two. I like that. So being less reactionary. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're always enthused when people come to us with ideas as well. And we're just oh, yeah, that would be really cool to do. And then we just need to step back. Just because we can do it doesn't mean we should. Correct. (laughs) All right. My number two was procrastination. And I think that's completely related to number one above and things I want more of because I think my procrastination comes from just not feeling energetic, which comes down to sleep, movement, nutrition, (laughs) hormonal balance, outdoor time, all the rest of it. So... I think like I am not a procrastinator by nature. I just currently don't have the energy reserves to draw on. So it's just easy to procrastinate on things. So I want to do that less next year, much less. Okay. No questions needed, girl. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) Okay. My third is actually clutter. So I'm so glad we're on the same page. We could do like, we could spend a whole day just purging and reducing clutter. <laughs> I know. I like to back a trailer up to the front door and just <laughs> load it up. I'm all for it. Yeah. I think like a lot of times when we go through things or purge or sort, there is a mindset of lack 
in that I want to keep this because I may not be able to buy it again, right? Even though we're we're not using it and probably haven't used it for years. Yeah. Would you agree? For some things. And yeah, then I know things. like my set of drawers in my room, I opened it up and it's all full of memory related things. Some yeah, things that's not that, clutter. No, that's not clutter. And so I look at that and I go, what do I do with that? I just keep hanging on to it. Uh, yes. Even though I don't touch it, look at it, read it. Well, you know, I mean, there's, yeah, there's obituary cards and all kinds of different things in there. So there's different kinds of clutter. There's definitely different oh, kinds see, of clutter. See, I don't clutter. even look at, that's not clutter. That's not that's clutter. That's just keepsakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, you're right there. Probably it is a, a keepsake. But clutter just like, I know some people are fine with it. I absolutely despise it. I look around and I see just stuff on every surface and it makes me anxious. And I think part of that too for me is acceptance that we're just in a season of life with a five-year-old that toys get here, little Lego things. And like I do the daily mother cleanup, like sweep across the house and pick this up and put this away. And then it comes back the next day. So I totally accept that it, we're in a season of life. And you know what? I'm going to miss that when it's no longer like that. But just in general, bigger things and clutter on the counter. So yeah, yeah. that's my less clutter in 2024. Well, I'm glad we're both focused on yeah, that. That's going to be good. <laughs> we just need to get Jean on board now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Luca, maybe. Yeah. My number three on things I want less of is less feeling tired. And I need to go down the road into this in a big way. It's related to my number one on things I want more of, which is self-care. So I think my tiredness would be taken care of by better sleep, movement, better nutrition, being outdoors more, maybe some hormonal balance in there thrown in. So something that I think will be a byproduct that it will gradually dissipate. I, I know I don't expect to be as energetic as I was at 25, but I think I'm a little slower at my age now than I need to be, definitely. So yeah, gonna take care of that. Okay, number four for my you. number four was less saying yes out of obligation. I feel like this last year for me has been great in terms of boundaries and really protecting my time and my family's time. And you know what? I look back at my 20s and you just, you say yes to everything and you do a lot of things to please other people. And I'm so over it. As a 42-year-old woman, like, I just value my time so much more than I did even five years ago since becoming a mother. So just saying less out of obligation and prioritizing my energy and my rest and my family over anything else. I totally support that for Thanks, you. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> my number four is less buying books that I don't read. So We've bought some amazing books this year, recommendations from, from different podcasts or people that we know. Order them up on Amazon. They come, look at them. Oh, cool. And then it sits on the shelf. So I think either read the damn books or don't buy them this next coming year. Because that, that bugs me because I think not that books are clutter, but when they're sitting there calling to you, read me. It feels <laughs> like. You feel guilty. More clutter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But I also want to say, like, you have such a voracious appetite for learning and thinking and researching and developing. So if you feel like you're buying too many books, then stop. But I feel like you always circle back to them. And that's a really 
important thing in your life that you value is that continual learning. I think my question to you would be, do you actually need to know more or do you know enough right now? (laughs) I think there's always new things to be learned. Sometimes I'm annoyed when I read a whole book and I'm looking for the nugget to take away because some books are better written than others. I'm looking over at our bookshelf right now and there's the journey through life of every book from every season. I love those. I treasure them. I think it's great. Do I need to know more? Sure. I always need to know more. Yeah. But, you know, I see some of the books out there and they're the latest trendy thing. And I don't feel I need to know more of trendy kind of things. I'm more sink my teeth into solid, time-tested, I don't know, philosophies, tools, that kind of thing. I totally agree. I used to be like just like that. But then six months ago, I bought one of those like trendy books and it was like a four or five part series. And that's why I was going to like retreating to my bedroom at eight o'clock or as soon as Luca was in bed to go into my bed and like read. And that was like heaven. I got so into these books and it was so nice just to read the read a book just for the pure pleasure of it, not to learn anything. So you might oh. like it. Well, so now you're talking between fiction and nonfiction, business help and yeah, all the rest like of self-development, business yeah. versus just pleasure of reading like a great, a good darn story. Well, and you know what? That's probably more what would be enjoyable to me. Yeah. It's just Give something it a go. for the sheer joy yeah. of enjoying it. Yeah. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Oh, number five. Yeah, you're on number five. Okay, less judgment and more gratitude. I think like I'm 90% of the time like a highly upbeat, positive, like high level energy person. I feel fantastic 90% of the time. And then 10% of the time, which I'm human, right? I don't. And I can tend in those, in that mo- those moments, I could be negative or I could be really judgy. And I think as humans, we'll never not judge, but I'd like to be less less judgy and have more gratitude in those moments. And I mean, for others and for myself. And also looking to what I want more of in my life uh, in terms of jealousy. And I I don't get jealous often. However, sometimes I, when I do, I'm like, oh, but I read something about jealousy and it said, jealousy isn't a bad thing. It's showing you that if this person created it or has it, there's no reason why you can't too. Mm-hmm. So jealousy is just showing me something that I want in my life and turning that around into gratitude as well. So just and less judgment on myself. I'm probably my own worst critic. Like my inner voice talk is not the friendliest at times. So just being a lot more gentle on myself. I would support you there. In fact, I want to say you've told me a few times of some judgmental thoughts you've had towards yourself. And I'm absolutely shocked because I would never say those things to me. I know. So it's horrible. It's, like, uh, I you're pretty be... tough on yourself. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Pretty tough. Okay. My number five, the last thing here is things I want less of and being less behind on our bookkeeping. It's just not in order. We've started making inroads on it now and I I just think the solution is going to be to hire somebody I don't want to learn I don't want to become proficient at QuickBooks like I don't want it I've got enough things going on yeah and there's probably there's someone out there 
who is a thousand percent better and enjoys it. So we yeah. just need to find our person. If that's you, email us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I agree. That's yeah. a good one. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's some stagnant energy around that. So we need to absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's and a we monkey will. on our backs and we need that monkey gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. our list. So we also said we were going to pick a word. Yes. For the coming year. Okay. And I want to know what your word is. Vitality. <laughs> oh, yeah. And emotional, physical, spiritual vitality. I want to be even more of all the good things that I already am and the habits and just make 2024 a year to remember and to be self-actualized and for big goals to happen and to just feel vital in all areas of my life. So that's what I'm going for. Dang, I want to steal that. My word is so boring in comparison (laughs) to yours. (laughs) Stretch. But let me give you some context. No, let me give you some context. This coming from a four foot 11 woman. (laughs) My context around stretch is, is I think I've gotten into some very humdrum comfort zones and I need to stretch myself out of them. Now, end result. Yeah, sure. I'll take vitality in all its forms and everything. But But I think the action I need to take is to stretch outside where my current thinking is, my current physicality whether that's emotional, spiritual, mental, or physical, and push myself out of some comfort zones. I don't like being in them. I'm not generally a person who stays in that, but some of the lack of habits that I've had in the last, well, okay, let's be honest, three, four years. Yeah, you were generous by saying two. Yeah. Three, four years have put me in these comfort zones that now are ruts and so I was just gonna say that thank you I was gonna say I, they're not even comfort zones like you're in a rut in a rut you've been, you've yeah in a rut yeah but I talked about that in the, my first thing on the five things I want yeah. for next year so my word is stretch not a very sexy word but a vitally important one. it's a vitally important one yeah, absolutely <laughs> so yeah I so fully support it. that yeah. yeah that's good yeah I, yeah okay stretch stretch and vitality <laughs> those are our words Okay, well, this was fun. Yeah. I mean, like, I am not going to have that day that I dream of to go away with a journal and sit in a beautiful spot and drink tea and reflect. But this was a really great exercise that took maybe half hour and is at least acknowledging what I want more of and less of and looking back on this year, but also ahead. What am I going to create? So I highly recommend this exercise for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And do it with your significant other, somebody who's close to you who can really just sit and hear you Yeah, and acknowledge and support. Yeah, totally. That's all good. So we talked before that we don't really do New Year's resolutions, but this is like moving into some good habits and patterns for 2024 that we want to keep that year and beyond. Priorities. Yeah, Yeah, totally. totally. Well, so yeah, so here we are. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, you guys. We'll <laughs> see you in 2024. Yes, have a good one. You did it. You just finished another episode of the Trailblazer podcast. We love bringing you real life stories and know-how from rural women. Head over to our website, www.trailblazerco.com for today's show notes with all the links and special offers from today's sponsors. Want to help us grow? Tag us and screenshot this episode or share your takeaways in the comments over on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to see you over there. So this is Jan and Erin signing off. See See you next time, Trailblazers. Trailblazers.